What's up, Cardboard Nation? Welcome to another episode of Go GTS Live, the Hobbies Web Show. Hope you guys are doing well tonight. Thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Rob Bertrand. As always, this guy over here holding down the fort with me, Ivan Lovegren. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great. Uh, I got lots of liquid, lots of hype, got lots of boxes to break tonight. Well, you've got them all. I don't get to actually see any of the product in hand, but it's going to be an exciting show. Uh, I was talking about it earlier today. Really excited yeah. for tonight's product. Most definitely. Most definitely. I mean, there's other good stuff. There's hobby talk, there's arguments, there's polls, but let's get into box breaks. Uh, first off, congratulations to you on your personal Twitter account breaking the 10,000 follower plateau. Thank you. It's uh, it's an interesting, interesting scenario because now it doesn't show me when I'm close to a new plateau or not. It just shows. Yeah, 10K. I know, right? Like, did you have to like follow half of those people to get to that number, or? Um. Well, so I've never used any <laughs> sort of account aggregation with this one. Um, but I follow a I'm lot of people. Just kidding, dude. <laughs> you no, follow it's, it's a like, lot of people. Yeah, it's guy. I follow anybody whose conversation I like. You'd actually be surprised who in the hobby I follow that refuses to follow me. I'm like, I don't know what I, what I did to them, but, uh, but no, I follow I follow people who create interesting conversations, regardless of their feelings about me. Well, yeah, no, that's still a pretty big, big. Uh, bona fide following so um that's really really cool um all right so uh we've got as ivan said box breaks of course hobby happenings part two in collecting the 1919 chicago black Sox, uh hot in the shop uh arizona fall league recap video but we kick things off with our go gts live q of the week poll and um for simplicity's sake, what we did is we really just retweeted a poll that I was running on my personal account because I I was pretty sure I knew the answer to this question, but I with all with with all the current hype surrounding Zion Williamson without playing a single regular season NBA game, I just wanted to check the barometer of the hobby and make sure like it hadn't entirely passed me by. So the question is, you can't afford any, but someone is willing to gift you one. What's your choice? And number one was a Zion Williamson Silver Prism BGS-10, an 86-87 Fleer Michael Jordan rookie and a PSA 10, a 2003 Upper Deck LeBron James exquisite RPA BGS 9, or number four, a 1980-81 Topps Larry Bird Magic Johnson with Dr. J and a PSA 10. And I I was right. Okay, I, I felt good after <laughs> seeing these numbers. 78% still said the Jordan because I was I was a little worried. Only 3% went the route of Zion Williamson. Now, that could change in a couple months. This 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 voting could definitely change in a few months. But and I also had some people, you know, trying to finagle the question saying, "Well, you buy the one that's the most expensive, sell it and then get all the others." No, it's a gift. You can't give it away or sell it or anything like that. It's got to stay you know, in your PC. So which one would you want now? Too many words to jam all that in. But 
I voted Fleer Jordan RC. I mean, you know, I'm almost not constantly, but trying to find one that I might be able to justify to the wife somehow. <laughs> um, what did you vote? It's like been Ivan? literally used as toilet paper, but then slabbed <laughs> authentic. Um, I'll use it. Was it number one or number two? It's a PSA authentic. Um, I chose the Jordan as well, though. I'm I'm also with the... I did have the internal debate of, well, the LeBron, you could just sell and buy the other three. Um, uh, do we have time for a rant tonight, Rob? I was going to do it on a video later, but I can do it now. I would love for you to do it. Because you brought up something interesting, which is it's a gift. You can't sell it. And I had a really interesting experience that I was going to try to keep a little, a little more personal, but my wife and I were talking about it this morning. That's how important it was. Um, and it's really interesting to me, especially because of what we give away on the show, for example. Um, I mean, I know I, our followers. I, I, I think prizes are different than gifts, by the way. I just want to put that out there. Yeah. And personally, I treat them. I, I treat a gift differently. In fact, I literally have a label maker here now um, because so many of you have sent me cards over the years. You know, you mentioned 10K. Well, it's been seven years on Twitter that I now have a label maker to label the back of a card that I gift as a gift because I don't want to forget where it came from. And sometimes at the National, for example, you meet so many people, you get so many cards, you're like, you're in a spin and then you get home and they aren't labeled and any of that. But but I still also think it's interesting how we put that expectation on gifts and set ourselves up to be then disappointed if somebody doesn't behave the way we expect them to. Um, you know, I take a very agnostic view towards the prizes on the show. First off, they're drawn by a computer, not by me. So it's at the end of the day, as long as you follow us, you can qualify. But, you know, when I see somebody selling our, our stuff from the show, I don't get upset. But I had a gift um, that the hobby community actually helped me with, you know, sometimes we do these things to do something big and the recipient messaged me the other day and I was like, yeah, so we're selling it because of X, Y, Z. And I'm just like, it happened to me too, where I got all riled up and all like gratitude. I want gratitude. And it's tough to just let that go. Um, but you just, you brought up gifting. And so it made me think about it because I'm constantly saying you got to let it go. And then it hit me with the whole, like, no, I want people to be grateful. I want them to appreciate it. I want it to sit in the family for 45 years. And I, I was thinking about it and I brought it up to my wife and I don't know if I've mentioned this on the show before or to you before Rob, but my wife is actually in organ donation. So she is a nurse and she works in organ donation, which means people give pieces of their body to someone else. Yep. And she said, yeah, I know what you mean. And I said, wait, oh my goodness, I'm talking about cards and my wife does know what I mean. But she literally, part of their preparing you to donate an organ if you're a living donor is a little bit on this is a gift and the minute it's out of your body or out of your hands, how the other person behaves it's it's their right at that point. So I just thought that was a little interesting that, you know, we sit here and we can complain about cards and gratitude and, oh, I sent you a hundred dollar card and then you sold it. Um, but it's like, imagine, you know, there's still just cards at the end of the day. You know, somebody donates part of their liver and then two years later, the person they donated to is drinking at the bars every night. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, I just. You. 
I don't even necessarily have an answer, but just some perspective I wanted to provide on uh, on giving and expectation and and all of that. And the all Twitch right. chat is incredibly dead, so apparently this didn't reson resonate with very many people. But uh, but oh oh you t uh, Twitter Twitter chat is really high, so awesome. So keep provide comments, provide experiences, and this is a safe place to complain. I almost used a worse word. Um, I forget if we're monitored by the FCC or not, but it is a safe place to share your frustrations. We do get them. I know sometimes of all people, I'm, I can be the one who tries to temper things and provide the opposite perspective, but I also feel your pain. I really do. So don't ever let me be not empathetic in the midst of my hot takes. How's that for a hot take, Rob? Very Did we have time for that? All right. Uh, before we dive into hobby happenings, please tell people why that GoGTS Live Q of the Week poll on Twitter is important. Well, that's because we're going to be giving away so much stuff, no strings attached, as we just mentioned. You can do with it as you please. You can sell it, you can use it as toilet paper, or you can treasure it in your family for 40 years. Uh, I recommend buying a label maker, if so, so you can remember it's your GoGTS Live card. Um, but... There's only one way for us to monitor and track all the entries for a giveaway. So wherever you're watching, whether it's Facebook, Twitch, live stream, YouTube, uh, Twitter even, make sure you do follow us on Twitter, at GoGTSLive, and that's why we put the poll there for you to engage with at the very beginning of the show, so you'll follow us. And then throughout the show, we'll be tweeting things out where you can retweet it to enter to win. Plus, thanks to our cool system, if you retweet the Periscope tweet that's penned that is a live broadcast of inception of this show going on while I'm talking about it. It's very meta. Uh, you get a bonus entry. So make sure you retweet that one for a bonus entry. And just for fun, tag a few friends and tell them to get in and watch because we've got over $1,300 worth of boxes to break tonight. No, $1,500 worth of boxes to break tonight. Almost seventeen hundred dollars. I was going to say your math is awful. I said over fifteen. I said over fifteen. That gives me a range, right? So, but uh, but yeah. So lots of exciting things going on here, and thanks for thanks for letting me get something off my chest. You saved me a Twitter video tonight. Hey, my pleasure. Um, maybe Rexford will have a peaceful poop tonight. <laughs> um. <laughs> All right, let's take a look at uh, just some quick news, notes, and nuggets in this week's hobby happenings. All right, so if you've always had an opinion about who you think should have a card in Tops, Allen, and Ginter, well, always. now is the chance to make your voice heard. Tops is calling for all submissions via this tweet. Oh. At, as you can see in just that 13-hour window, the tweet generated close to 800 replies, easily making it the most engaged hobby-related topic of the week. And also a side note, a special thanks to all who commented that they'd like to see a card set uh, or a card of Ivan and I in the set. That like I said, nice. toilet paper, keep it in the family <laughs> 40 years, whatever you want to do with it. Uh, here's something you definitely don't see every day. A 1930 Lou Gehrig signed New York Yankees payroll check. Don't use this for toilet paper. Yes, don't. I mean, again, depending on who you are, maybe. Right? 
Saw Mark Suster tweeting about sports cards today. No, God knows that guy could afford to use this as toilet paper. It's currently uh, one of the featured items at Heritage Auctions. Uh, this is the very first Gehrig payroll check that Heritage has handled in one of just a small handful of known surviving exemplars. Bidding is over $20,000 and ends tonight. What is that, a $2,000 check, $2,200 check? Kind of crazy. Definitely. Well, in completed auction news, Sports Collectors Daily reports, uh, in their words, another T206 Wagner sale, another record price. The latest example of the most famous baseball card in the world sold for $1,353,000 in Mile High Card Company's latest auction. The same, the exact same, PSA 2 example had sold privately for 1.2 million less than a year ago. The card has also been sold twice at previous auctions in the last five years, realizing over $657,000 through Leland's in 2014 and over $776,000 via Heritage Auctions in 2016. Hmm. So yes, for you math deficient people, the value of the exact same card has more than doubled in the last five years. Well, a post on Instagram this week revealed that Tops may eventually be turning over the reins of the Tops living set, not giving it up entirely, turning them over to a new artist. The artist currently responsible for the set's creation, Mayumi Seto, says that she will be fulfilling the terms of her current contract, but is currently unsure if she will renew her agreement with the Major League Baseball licensee. She cites several reasons, including the pressure of keeping to stringent deadlines, I can imagine with three cards a week, and even criticism of the artwork itself from collectors on social media that has caused her unneeded stress. Hmm, keep that in mind, there are real people that build these things. Nothing official has come from Tops, but we will keep you posted if anything further develops. A hat tip to Big Ben Shep at About the Car about the cards podcast for bringing this story to the attention of the hobby. Most definitely. Well, if you're looking for a quick, easy to read primer on quote, investing in vintage sports cards, longtime collector Robert Jeffries has you covered. Suitable for both novice and experienced collectors alike, the book provides cutting edge analysis to identify value and purchase investment grade vintage baseball and football cards. And whether you have thousands to spend or just a few hundred, this primer will help you better understand the benefits and risks of investing in vintage baseball and football cards. It's available now on Amazon for $4.99 for Kindle and $9.99 for paperback. So hmm. very affordable. But wait, if you plan on buying it, do us a favor and use our affiliate link here on the screen, bit.ly slash Live. <laughs> if my experience is anything, that's worth about the price of a stamp if you do that. So, <laughs> right, Rob? Like 39 cents on a $10 Something. I, I honestly don't even know. Thanks, Amazon. Um, but that said, it helps. Every bit helps. Drops in the bucket. Speaking of drops in the bucket, hey, have you checked out checkoutmycards.com? Robert? Audience? I don't uh, expect yeah. them to respond. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, ComC wants you to know that they still have plenty of positions to fill. They are 
giant online marketplace for cards, and they are looking to fill several positions in multiple locations. So again, if you have ever wanted to work in the hobby industry, you have no excuses if you live in any one of these areas. Here's your chance. Visit the ComC job board at www.comccomc.com slash jobs. It's that easy. Work in the hobby. This year's National Hobby Shop Day event is scheduled for Saturday, December 7th. Now in its third year, the event has grown from 41 participating stores in 2017 to what we anticipate being 150 this year. Manufacturer and vendor support has been tremendous with each participating store scheduled to receive over $1,000 in free benefits to be used the day of the event for in-store wow. contests, prizes, raffles, door prizes, and giveaways. Presented by GTS Distribution, collectors will be able to locate a participating store in late November on the National Hobby Shop Day Facebook page. Upper Deck is hosting the Sports Card Expo's first ever trade night at the extremely popular sports card show. The event takes place on Friday, November 15th from 8 to 10 p.m. The venue is the Aviation Ballroom, which is right there at the International Center. And of course, in typical Upper Deck fashion, there will be raffle prizes. So come and trade and possibly win prizes. Admission is free, but you do need to RSVP at the event's Facebook page. If you have trouble finding that, see the Upper Deck Twitter timeline for easy access to that link. Well, we know that many of you out there use the eBay Partner Network to generate a little extra scratch for your hobby budget. Well, you're about to get screwed. It seems the executive geniuses that comprise the current management team have decided your traffic isn't worth nearly what it once was, as apparently eBay has all the users, traffic, and sales it's need. Mm -hmm. It needs, rather. <coughs> oh, crap. E-Commerce Bytes reports that eBay finally published its new affiliate marketing rate card, and feedback from participants in the eBay, buyer, eBay Partner Network program, known as EPN, indicate that traffic to the AB site could be a casualty. Reason being is the disincentive to drive shoppers to eBay comes at a time when the eBay marketplace sales growth has been stagnant. Initial feedback from affiliates indicate many estimate a 30% or more drop in revenue under the new rates. One problem with the new rate card, they don't map to eBay's category structure, leaving affiliates to guess the impact of the rates until they're officially rolled out. eBay Director of Business Operations and Partner Success, Michael Lill, on the EPN blog said, many partners may see a small change in earning as a result of the new rate card. Well, Lil used an example of a Magic the Gathering box set that he said sells for $235 on eBay.com. Well, under the current rate card, partners would earn 50% of eBay fee revenue, which is about 8% in this case, or $18.80. But under the new rate card, partners would earn $9.40. 
Now, that's a 50% decline in revenue and a much more than a small earnings change, Mr. Lil. So thanks again, eBay. All I heard was that I really should have been into magic for the last three years. <laughs> uh, Sports Collectors Daily has a new report. The bat used by Babe Ruth to hit his 500th home run has recently come out of hiding. Allegedly tucked away in a closet for decades... It was gifted to Ruth by a from Ruth to a close friend and remained in the family since the early 1940s. Now it will be the signature item in SCP's upcoming auction with a pre-auction estimate in excess of $1 million. Foremost bat authenticator John Taub of PSA DNA gave it the firm's highest grade of GU10. Provenance. Game use 10. Well, and that's a look at this week's hobby happenings. All right. Anything you want to unpack in there before we dive into some box breaks? Um, so much I want to unpack. Um, but, I mean, I don't know John Taub from Jesus. Well, I might know him from Jesus, but I don't know him from anyone else. Uh, but I would love... hobby's foremost... Yeah. Game so my bad my my questioning far. of this has nothing to do with him, but I'm just questioning. I, I would love I would love to get him on the show to talk about how you authenticated that bat as that. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, you because look at the. Pro I mean, hiding in a closet involved. I, oh, I know, I, mean, I know that there I are. That but I want to hear David photo match. I mean, it's all the same thing, Ivan. The story never changes. You know? Yeah, but There's I want to see it. Because none so of these much. articles that I've seen have had the actual details. They just say, oh, it was authenticated. So I want to, I just want to see that. Family friend stayed in the family. Did you ever watch that documentary that I told you about, The Forger? I told you about it. About of the German guy? I did. Yes. You didn't tell me about that. I heard about Come it from, uh, from somebody not in the industry. Specifically told me about it. Anyway, unless you literally saw it on its German release and warned me about it then either way. OK, so you saw it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think that that's just remarkable, that entire story. But how, how the provenance of those paintings were forged, something that everyone in the hobby should check out. It's a German film called The Forger, a documentary, and the actual forger in it talks. He's the subject. It's like. He stars. He loves talking about it. So anyways, we continue our look at collecting modern baseball cards of the eight players implicated in the infamous Black Sox scandal of 1919. That was 100 years ago, a dubious anniversary or a anniversary for a dubious event. Uh, the plot's ringleader, first baseman Chick Gandel, was the one who directly uh, communicated with the gamblers who created the fix. The Beckett database lists Gandal as having a total of 74 cards with zero considered rookies, no memorabilia, 10 that are serial numbered, and he does have a one-of-one one cut signature card, which we'll tell you about. But in 2010, much like Buck Weaver from last week, TriStar included Gandal in the Obach-themed 
uh, tobacco-themed baseball card product. His short printed base card also has four parallels with different colored ink printing in black number to 50, green number to 25, red number to 5, and purple number to 101. These kind of mirror some of the variations from the original Obak set of his. In addition to the full-size card, there is a mini version, all of which have the aforementioned colored parallels. And then again in 2012, Gandal was also a subject in Panini's retro-themed Golden Age baseball card product. In addition to the full-size base card, collectors could chase four different mini versions, each with a different advertising back, as well as a black one-of-one parallel. But unlike Weaver, however, Gandal was not included in the product's insert sets. Um, nor was he included in the brand's sophomore release the following year. But one of the biggest card chases for collectors interested in the 1919 Black Sox is this one-of-one one cut signature card produced in 2009 by In The Game for their Sports Kings product. Next week, we'll take a look at the modern era cards of the key pitcher in the fix, hmm. Eddie Seacott. These right. are really cool cards. I don't know enough about that era. I glossed over that that episode of uh, baseball. Um, the collecting documentary, 2010, 2012. Yeah, it's oh. like it's like a it's like a lose lose for me because I really got back into baseball card collecting in 2014. Okay. And I kind of didn't start watching baseball until about 1988, so I missed both of the eras. <laughs> in discussion um, right no but it's, it's cool I wish are, are we going to do is there a feature on the blog to go along with this to like provide additional context because I think that would be really cool because there's not a whole lot of stuff out there I feel like on those there will be once guys. we're done with this this is why I've uh, I threw James off and I probably should have mentioned something that's why I'm cons the the presentation is just going to grow in its entirety and then we'll be Matt will be posting it on the blog with a post, and so there'll be a master presentation when it's all said and done. Nice. Um, so just so you know, Pabst Beer 8 has already volunteered to show you his Bulls tattoo um, in order to get that Bulls card. However, since he's a Vikings fan, can he really be a Bulls fan? I'm, I don't, that's not, that doesn't work. It's not going to work for me. All right, well, uh, you better post that picture, and Ivan, if you can confirm, uh, he will get that card. Oh, okay. All right. I'll keep an eye out. Um, it better not be in a spot I don't want to see, which is 98% of you, Brad. <laughs> so let's dive into a uh, look ahead at next week's new releases hitting store shelves, online breakers and your favorite online retail giants next week in hot in the shop kicking things off it's here the bow tie on the 2018-19 up uh nhl collecting season closes with upper deck the cup you know it you love it two autograph patch cards in every tin the wait's over more great hits than ever close out that season with the biggest hits let's check it out so two autograph patch cards featuring one autographed patch rookie card 
from the 2018-19 rookie class headlined by Calder Trophy winner Elias Patterson, plus one additional autograph patch card. New to the cup this year, super rare trilateral auto patch cards numbered to just three. Also new, a variety of rookie auto patch tributes numbered to 10, paying homage to popular rookies from the 2010-11 and 2013-14 seasons. More new content includes Splendor autograph patches and Hall of Fame 75th and 25th anniversary patches. Chase Rare the Show cards based on beautiful UDA pieces featuring some of the best legends in the game. Look for big-time booklet cards, including the highly sought-after autographed monumental rookie patch booklets, ticket inscription booklets, Legends of Hockey triple sign booklets, and nine-way signature booklets. Also chase exclusive exquisite hits. Find exquisite rookie patch auto cards numbered to the featured player's uniform number. I always love that. Search for the elusive one-of-one one exquisite rookie auto shields and hunt for NHL glory autograph cards limited to a mere 10 serial numbered copies featuring a chrome NHL shield embedded under an acetate surface with an on-card autograph. Also collect notable nameplate cards of your favorite player. Each card features a full letter patch from a game-used jersey, and you can collect all the cards to spell out the player's name. That's awesome, too. Grab superb memorabilia inserts like the Cup Trios, Quads and Sixes, Limited Logos, Signature Materials, and much more. And as always, keep an eye out for numerous unannounced Easter eggs. We're going to be awesome. Hits next, uh, the 23rd, which I believe is Wednesday. We've also got a much-anticipated product coming out in football this week. The uh, stalwart, in many ways, of the NFL season is Panini Prism. Look at these beautiful, beautiful cards featuring the first NFL uniform silver prism rookies of names like Kyler Murray, Daniel Jones, Dwayne Haskins. Yes, all the top rookies from this year's rookie class. Credible new design for Prism this year. Each box is going to feature three autographed cards plus nine numbered Prism. Talk about a crazy packed hobby box of Prism that way. Uh, one silver Prism per box, so you know that you'll be able to chase those. But they've also got rookie patch autographs, franchise legend signatures, and plenty more content. Oh, including the popular color blast inserts falling one in every 10 cases. So those are a huge chase. Very, very Hey, rare. we hit one of those. Uh, yeah, yeah, from soccer, we did. Um, incredible product there. And then, of course, remember, with these cards, keep an eye out for those shiny, shiny silver parallels, the silver prisms. If you can't tell them apart, they say prism on the back, even if they look a little bit like a base card. This is coming out on Wednesday as well. You're not going to want to miss it. Absolutely. Next up, a uh, memorabilia product from Leaf, an autographed memorabilia product in the form of 
autograph football jersey edition. So one autograph custom football jersey in every box with an incredible mix of Hall of Famers, fan favorites, and some of the biggest stars in the game today, as well as hot young players. It's got a new lower price point and higher hit rate of the best players. So they went back to the drawing box, crunched their numbers, sharpened up their pencils, as they say, to deliver a better experience for the collector. Young stars and rookies, who are we talking about? Well, guys like Dwayne Haskins, Deshaun Watson, Saquon Barkley. Superstars, yep, Brady, he's in there. Rodgers, Breeze, Cam Newton, Russell Wilson, Gronk, Ezekiel Elliott, and Patrick Mahomes, check. Hall of Famers, Manning, Favre, Marino, Rice, Sanders, Elway, Emmett Smith, Dan Marino, check. And then legends, Walter Payton, Terry Bradshaw, Johnny Unitas, Bo Jackson, Jim Brown, and many more in each of those categories. Awesome. And it's not only NLCS and ALCS time, it's also Topps Triple Threads time this week. Each box of Triple Threads is going to have two packs with seven cards. There's two different configurations, so that's exactly why you should use a site like GoGTS.net is to know what it is you're getting before you buy a pack so you know that you got all your hits. That said, each box should deliver at least one autographed triple relic card, one triple relic card, an autographed rookie card or jumbo relic card, and one additional jumbo relic card. Uh, this product features stars in the past, present, and future, while including all the high-end hits that collectors have come to expect, like those single jumbo relic cards, dual jumbo relic cards, uh, triple relic cards, numbered to 99 or less, including rookies and hot stars like Shoei Otani. New this year is the 150 years of pro baseball triple player autographs. Get names like Johnny Bench, Mike Piazza, and, uh, oh, who's that guy? Buster, Buster Olney? No, Buster Posey. All on one card. Sorry, I'm bitter because they're talking about trading for him. The Cubs are. Uh, rookie autograph cards with parallels. Base rookie and future phenoms autograph relic cards. Look for Vlad Guerrero Jr., Pete Alonzo on card autographs, and of course, some super rare cut signatures return to celebrate the best to ever play the game, like Mr. Cub, Ernie Banks, with those fun triple threads words spelled out in the die cut. Lots of fun, this product every year. Rookies, stars. We haven't even seen the booklet yet. Do we have the booklet? Is the booklet coming up? Oh, three booklets coming up. And then, of course, the All-Star patches. This product always pulls some good content from the All-Star game, so you get unique, extra chunky patches. And as the slide says, it wouldn't be triple threads without stunning booklet cards. Windows into greatness, autograph relic cards. There's also the triple threads, one-of-one game-used nameplate bat cards. And of course, the super booklets with 16, 20, 15, 10, lots and lots of names, lots and lots of players, lots and lots of patches, bats, and pieces of material from the game. Triple Threads brings you closer to the game, and it's in hobby shops this week. Awesome. Couple products from Super Break. Um, it seems like it's been a while since we saw pieces of the past, and so here it is. Pieces of the Past Historical Edition delivers at least one Pieces of the Past unique one-of-one one relic or cut card in every box spanning the 1770s 
to the 1970s with people, events, and history. Look for rare certified signatures and collectibles from presidents, historical figures, conquerors, musicians, activists, actors, celebrities, and major sports legends. Find randomly inserted redemptions for JSA, BSA, PSA certified multi-signed and team signed baseballs, presidential signed documents, vintage signed photos, albums, checks, cut signatures, one of one the bar cut autographs, and scarce vintage certified coins. This product features uh, Super Break's most historical and powerful subject list yet. Find certified cut autographs, inscriptions, and handwriting relics, the Bar 101 cut autos, BGS slammed vintage tickets, Game U certified sports relics, presidential relics, stamp relics, vintage book relics, vintage news relics, pennants, coins, and pins. Plus, look for single, dual, and triple relic combo cards featuring the greatest all-on-one card. Single and dual signed cut cards featuring presidents, sports athletes, musicians, and more. And be on the lookout for hot cases with two times, three times, even five times the number of items, as well as themed cases with and multiple redemption cases meaning big, big hits await in Super Breaks, Pieces of the Past, Historical Edition. So, Rob, this next product, I believe it's a carryover from last week, probably got delayed, but I had a little moment here to do some math. I talked about it last week. This is 2019 Heavy Hitters Series 2 from Super Break. Each box is going to deliver one premium buyback card, and you can see the cards there uh, from the, uh, oh, come on, graphic. Come on, graphic. There we go. Yeah, you'll see the cards here. Well, I had time to count just the cards that are shown. 23 different cards. Well, they have given us the case run. 150 total cases, which means there's only 450 total boxes. Which means you have a over a 5% chance of hitting any one of these monsters. That's that pictured me, here, right? Yeah, yeah, thanks yeah for that's pictured here. That. That, that tells me that unless these are priced at $1,200 a box, which actually <laughs> I don't know what the price is, um, but this is a pretty stacked product for a buyback product. Um, so yeah, pretty exciting. Look for this in hobby shops this week from Super Break. And last but certainly not least, a one-of-its-kind, never-before-seen product from Topps. Art of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles trading card sets. Those crazy masters of martial arts on the half shell. Delivers one complete 100 card base set plus one sketch card and one autographed card signed on card in every box. Featuring 73 classic comic covers and 27 brand new pieces of art from Kevin Eastman, Jim Lawson, Michael Dooney, Steve Levine, and other illustrators who've been involved with TMNT in the past. So that's your 100 base cards. Uh, So the autographs, well, yeah, they're going to be of artists. No, Donatello is not like actually signing a card. So, but the autograph parallels of the base set include green, purple, orange, blue, and red. 
bunch of different sketch cards, include standard, shaped, and panoramic. So check this out. If you are a fan of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, this is all about the artwork in shops next week from Tops. And that wraps up a look at Hot in the Shop. Uh, a couple quick programming notes next week. Tune in for some video content from Wizard World Columbus. And special guest, Getty Images photographer Dustin Bradford. You may not know him by name, but you know a lot of his work, whether you realize it or not. So tune in for that. So uh, thank you for watching. Uh, for Ivan Lovegren, I'm Rob Bertrand. Thanks to James Gale behind the scenes. Be here same time, same day next week. And in the meantime, you know what to be doing. Always be collecting. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll be back with a brand new episode of GoGTS Live, the Hobbies Web Show, next week.